Good morning for Friday, March 9th, 2012. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here is what's making news on this morning's front page. Nuclear power near standstill in Japan. White House set to shape debate over health law. And as stars rally for a candidate, rival objects. In this morning's national headlines, highest court in Mississippi upholds nine pardons. Feathers worth a second look found on tiny dinosaur. And with November in mind, House passes jobs legislation. In today's financial headlines, Greek swap of its debt appears to be secure. Activist investor charts plan to revitalize Yahoo. And for publishers, pressure builds on pricing of e-books. More business stories to come, as well as more national and international news, too. A roundup from the sports page and the opinions of New York Times columnist Paul Krugman. Now from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is written from Ohi, Japan, entitled Nuclear Power Near Standstill in Japan. All but two of Japan's 54 commercial reactors have gone offline since the nuclear disaster a year ago, after the earthquake and tsunami, and it is not clear when they can be restarted. With the last operating reactor scheduled to be idled as soon as next month, Japan, once one of the world's leaders in atomic energy, will have at least temporarily shut down an industry that once generated a third of its electricity. With few alternatives, the Prime Minister Yoshihiko Noda has called for restarting the plants as soon as possible, saying he supports a gradual phase-out of nuclear power over several decades. Yet, fearing possible opposition, he has said he will not restart the reactors without the approval of local community leaders. Japan has so far succeeded in avoiding shortages, thanks in part to a drastic conservation program that has involved turning off air conditioning in the summer and office lights during the day. It has also increased generation from conventional plants that use more expensive natural gas and other fossil fuels in a nation already uneasy about its reliance on foreign sources of energy. The loss of nuclear power has hurt in another way. Economists blame the higher energy prices for causing Japan's first annual trade deficit in more than three decades. As the weather warms, Japan faces a possible energy crisis, considering that last summer it still had 19 nuclear plants in operation. Political and energy experts describe nothing short of a nationwide loss of faith in both nuclear technology and in the government, which many blame for allowing the accident to happen. Hoping to allay safety concerns, the government has asked plant operators to conduct so-called stress tests, computer simulations designed to show how the reactors would hold up during a large natural disaster like the magnitude 9.0 earthquake and tsunami that disabled the Fukushima Daiichi nuclear power plant. But many local leaders say the stress tests are not enough, and one additional proof that the government has learned the lessons of the Fukushima accident. Japan is just beginning what promises to be a radiation cleanup that will last decades of the evacuated areas around the plant, where nearly 90,000 residents lost their homes. The nation's also groping to find effective ways to monitor health and protect its food supply from contamination by the accident. Then there are the new feelings of distrust in technology and in the government, which many Japanese now blame for hiding the true dangers of the nuclear accident. At the same time, this resource-poor nation also knows that it has few realistic alternatives to nuclear power, at least in the short term. No one wants to go back to living the same way we did 50 years ago, without cell phones or TVs, 
said Mitsuyoshi Kunai, a 54-year-old fisherman who tended his nets just a few miles from the Ohi plant. Fukushima showed us that nuclear power is dangerous, he said, but we still need it.